Hi, I'm Anne, and I'm an Erper. And I'm Casey. I have no idea what an Erper is, but I want in. Join us on Why Not, a Winona Earp fangirl podcast as I introduce Casey to my favorite show and find out if she has what it takes to be an Erper. Hi, and welcome back to Why Not, a Winona Earp fangirl podcast. How are you doing, Casey? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm good. Um, Today we have a special guest, don't we? Very special. This person has been a listener of ours since our very first episode. He Mm -hmm. is a huge science fiction buff. He's known and loved uh, throughout the Erpdom. And he is also one half of the podcast called Tales of the Black Badge. The one, the only, Kevin Batchelder. Welcome, Kevin. Well, thank you very much. That was very nice. Thank you very much, ladies. You're welcome. We're so excited. Every word. (laughs) (laughs) It's so exciting to be here. Yeah, finally, and not faked out. <laughs> I, I I was actually thinking about that today. I'm like, if she freaking does this again, I'm going to fall out, especially now. I don't have, I'm not mentally prepared for this. <laughs> Keeping you on your toes. Yes, I'm happy to see you. <laughs> well, um, I actually talked with Kat yesterday, and um, she's going to be, no, she's not going to join us later. Uh, oh, my God. I was like, <laughs> No, but I did talk to her and uh, we were talking about the podcast and I said, actually, Kevin's going to be on tomorrow. And she laughed and I said, maybe I should have him change his screen name to Kat Burrell. (laughs) (laughs) Did she remember like, oh, yeah, we did that joke. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, she says she says, hi, Kevin. Oh, okay, great. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) She says hi to you, too, Casey. But we're mostly just, you know, talking about Kevin. Uh, But. (laughs) Kevin has been wanting to come on this podcast since February, and he was asking, when do you think you're going to get to episode 10? So so uh, specifically for this episode? Yeah, it's specifically for this episode. Okay, good, because I want to hear all of your take on it. <laughs> and so why, why this particular episode, Kevin? Well, aside from being an awesome episode, I mean, so much happens and there's so much great Herb Sister stuff. Uh, a good part of this episode uh, is also uh, because, you know, wanting to be here is because Bonnie and Bridget Lashewski and I were on set to watch them film a good part of this. Oh, I think that. <laughs> He's actually all over purgatory. I had no, are you, well, how would I know that? But oh my God, that's flipping exciting. <laughs> So I figured it'd be fun to talk about the episode, maybe talk a little bit about some of the stuff we got to see. You know, I thought you'd appreciate that, Casey. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now I have a lot of... I have some Good. Questions. You're going to have questions. That's perfect. We should probably say what episode it is and everything, Oh, yeah. Right? We're, we're still didn't do that yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What episode so are we going to You can together? tell we're excited. <laughs> yeah. It's season two, episode 10. And it's called I See a Darkness, written by John Callahan, directed by Rob Murphy, and it aired August 11th in 2017. There you go. Um so you know how uh, you're a listener, so you know how we do this. We usually go scene by scene. We might condense some things because we have a guest and we'll probably have more to talk about. Um, yeah. And the only rule is you got to try to stay spoiler free. Because um, I'm sure you've seen this episode multiple times. 
Oh yeah. Uh, and um you <laughs> well, know and you lived it. Right? <laughs> um, and feel free, I'll 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 give you bonus points if you drop an Easter egg skillfully in this episode, Kevin. You you do it so well, I'm afraid to even try. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get to the heart of it. We start yeah. out at Nicole's house, which Casey didn't she... think existed. <laughs> No, I didn't. I thought, oh, she opened the door on her nest. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so Nicole opens the door and Mercedes is in her face. Big disgrace. Mm -hmm. Kicking hot's booty all over the place. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Just Thank like you so much for that. Like, yes. Oh, yeah, the <laughs> and, and I can't even think of the rhythm that goes to it now. <laughs> you can't. Mercedes in your face. Big disgrace. Kicking Nicole all over the place. So yeah, so Mercedes comes in, she's all over Nicole, and she's freaking out, wanting the seal. Right. And Nicole's like, um, she's like, I, I don't have, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have the seal. And fake Mercedes is like, well, it, you may not even know that you have it. It's something that could be old and precious or whatever. And um Hot's like, well, you know, I'm more of an Ikea girl, actually. So, and that's when, <laughs> when Mercedes has like her hands over her face, ready to knock her off. And she comes up with that. And so you have to tell us, Kevin, I have a question right away. Thank you very much. Was, did you see Hot's house? Uh, yes. Yes. Now the way they do the shooting uh, is they do what they call block shooting. So they're actually filming two episodes kind of at the same time. Take advantage of, uh, different uh, locations where they might have scenes and so forth. So actually when we were on set for a couple of days, uh, we saw, excuse me, can't speak. We saw scenes, a couple of scenes from the last episode that you folks talked about nine uh, and a couple here from 10. So it's not like we saw every scene here in 10. Um, just real quick, cause I think you'll get a kick out of it uh, in episode nine. Uh, we saw them filming that scene in the little store where Bo Smith, the creator of the comic had his little cameo. Yeah. Um, you know, we were very blessed because when we went for our set visit, Bo Smith and his family were actually there at the same time. That's so Stop. cool. So, yeah, to, to be there and for to see Bo get to see the homestead and, um, you know, the indoor sets and everything else, too. And to be there with them, that was, you know, talk about special to Do another you think level. That was his first time seeing it? Uh, yes, it was. It yeah. was. Yeah. <gasps> oh, it wow. Was. That's so crazy. It was really, really cool. And he's a really nice guy. He and his wife. And, some of the other family members just it was great but the thing from 09 i wanted to mention briefly before we jump in here because i appreciate it is um the other scene from 09 that we saw them working on was the one where dolls goes into the widow's place with the night vision goggles mm -hmm. um you know going around and, and pulls that fast one with the mirror widow mercedes is there um that location um is close to where quote unquote nicole's house is but it's a different spot um but the funny thing was, when we got there to to watch some of that, um, we came up uh, behind the scenes there before Shreer was going to go in to do that. And uh, we had met him before, the year before, uh, great guy, San Diego Comic-Con. So he was all excited. We you know, hugs, talking to him and all. And they're like, uh, Shamir, Shamir, five minutes, five minutes. So we're like, okay, we don't have much time. You know, we don't want to take away. Um, so he gets himself set to go in the scene and he just keeps talking to us. Oh, how you doing? Great to have you here. And we're thinking, dude, it's like a minute. It's two minutes. <laughs> and he's totally, that's, he's got that ear to ear smile. He's just so engaging, such a nice guy. 
And they're like, okay, Shamir, 30 seconds. He just keeps talking to us. Like, it's no big deal. And then he like says, okay, well, we'll talk later. And then you can appreciate this for someone who's an actor. He takes about 10 seconds to just totally center himself, get very serious. And then they go action and he goes in. So, I mean, really? almost like turn on a dime. It's just <gasps> to see it happen, you know, that it was just really... very cool. Yeah, and I bet you're, it was like totally nerve wracking. Like, um, okay, let's um, we're gonna wrap yeah. it up. Let me, <laughs> let me let you let me go. Okay, yeah, we're gonna I was walk. like, oh no, we're gonna get in big trouble. But he was the one who was yeah. But you know, once they told him he had the time, he just totally on top of it, right into it. It was just oh, kind of cool, cool to watch him, you know, as he's working his craft. See mm -hmm. him go from Shamir to like take yes. a breath, and then all of a sudden he's dolls. He's dolls, you know, with night vision goggles and his gun and everything. It was just wow. It was one of those <sighs> wow kind of things to see. So I know, I know he's one of your faves. So, <laughs> so Nicole's but, house is an actual house that they rent out, correct? It's an actual shooting location, but in, it is a house in a sense of a structure, but there's no heat there or running water. So in uh, Calgary in the winter is cold. Let me tell you, as you folks probably know, um, for me, the info you've seen about the show. So that was a, you know, an experience kind of being there, being behind the scenes, watching the film, um, but yeah, there's no heat, but it's a it's a house. Um, you know, those rooms, everything there, the porch, all of that uh, legit stuff. But it's not on the actual, um, the lot that they use where the homestead is, right? It's like in the town? No, the, 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 the that house and um, the homestead are pretty close together. Um, okay. They're in the same general area. It's set off... Um, but it's different than the town scenes, like where you see shorties and the police station, yeah, rail, railroad tracks. That's actually a town of Didsburg, a uh, small town with five, 6,000 people. That's a pretty good far, far away from the Nicole set, for example. Because that house there has been used in many other, like Heartland and other shows there in Canada. Okay. So it's oh, but it's sandwiched in like a residential area, isn't it? Like there are people who live next to it or no? Well, more in a farm setting, though. When you say next to it, it's not like you know, uh, arm's length or whatever. It's yeah. It's not like a neighborhood. It's, it's more like you'd have in a rural situation gotcha. because from the road, when, 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 when we turned off the road, like when we took the ride from the hotel we were staying at, they took us there and then we could tell we're pulling off a highway to a road and then we're actually pulling into the set thing. It was still several minutes from that main road till we got to the actual quote unquote set um, where, where the different, you know, structures were and the outdoor mm -hmm. thing, the vehicles, things like that. See, I always thought it was someone's actual home that they rented out. Like, I get that it's an actual, but I thought it was one of those things like you see here in LA where they'll just knock on someone's like door and be Airbnb? like, we'd love to borrow your house for like three weeks. You know, I think some of the things they've shot at have been on the show and certainly, as you know, for other shows. But yeah, this particular one, it, it's a set in that gotcha. sense. Yeah. All right. Huh. But yeah, it was great to be there watching that opening scene because that was one of the ones. We, that's the very first thing actually we got that first thing in the morning was that, uh, oh, you know, Mercedes entrance and then the whole fight scene and seeing yes. the, you know, seeing the stunt performers and the director and seeing Kat, Dom and Danny, you know, blocking it out, how they're going to do it. I mean, that took hours. <laughs> I bet it did. A couple minutes on screen and it's, you know, it's hours to get all that. So next we see like Waverly come in and she's like, you know, um, get away from her, you bitch or whatever. And um, so was that actually Dom then who yes. was doing all of the. It was cool her? to watch her practice that she was very good with the sticks. 
<laughs> so she re- that was really her like she really wow yeah okay. yeah she she practiced no that and was practicing that before they got started so wow yeah okay yeah, yeah it was pretty neat there are some behind the scenes videos of Dom practicing with the nunchucks or sticks, whatever they're called, as you call them, broomsticks, um, that I can. Very technical. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I know my, sticks. I know my martial arts. Yeah. You're like a black belt uh, that I can send you to. But yeah, she was like dedicated to the craft. She can totally swing those things around. Yeah. yeah. That was um, fantastic. So then moving on with that scene, she comes in and she's like, throws down on Mercedes and fake Mercedes is like, Oh, that's so cute. Maybe you should pick on somebody your own size or, you know, whatever is going back and forth. And um, she is actually, she's getting Mercedes pretty, pretty good. Waverly, (laughs) (laughs) Waverly like throws down. She is, she's holding her own. And um, then Mercedes just happens to get like a good one in and Waverly's knocked out for a second. Mercedes tries to vapor her, but she rolls away and at the same time um hot's trying to go for her gun and mercedes gets one up on waverly so i don't know if she called for help or she just said her name or something but hot kind of then turns away from the gun and goes after mercedes and grabs her around her arm and i mean her neck and that's when uh, mercedes bites hot's arm and immediately hot like loses it she's down on the ground and um she mercedes stands up and she's like um oh wow you know you you're right how embarrassing you don't have the you don't have the seal and apparently i guess she could tell that from her blood that's what i have in my notes too like she bit her and she was like oh i can tell that you're lying like or that you're telling the truth what do you think mm-hmm. about that part, Kevin? Is that- yeah, I, I think that's one of the widow's skills or talents, whatever you want to call it. Um, being the talent. witches that they are, that you know, by, by biting her, she actually could taste her blood, and somehow in that gave her the insight to know what was true and not. That's how I took yeah. it. Yeah, that's what yeah. I that's what I thought too. Mm-hmm. This is another one of those instances where it's like I don't recall even thinking about that the first few times through. Um, because again, I was probably co- too concerned about Way Hot, too concerned <laughs> about Nicole. <laughs> um, and then, so Waverly, um, she gets thrown into a table at some point too, right? right? Mm-hmm. And she breaks the table. Now, in a behind-the-scenes video, uh, I saw where uh, I think it's one of the directors says, "Like, no, no, don't sit on that because Dom's about to sit on this table." Were you there for that, Kevin? Yes. Yeah. The stunt performer went into that table. I don't know how many times, four or five takes watching them break it, have to set it back up and break it again. So it I was mean, like a breakaway table, right? It's a breakaway table. And that's yes. why they didn't want her to sit on it because it's yes. going to collapse if she sits on it. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yep. I was Which thinking about it later. Good stuff, but... I'm like, why can't she, like, she, Dom just like goes during, you know, in between one of the scenes and the behind the scenes and she's just going to like sit on the corner of this table and take a break. And they're like, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Can't do that. Like, why can't she sit on the table? And later on, I'm like, oh, because they throw her through the table and yeah. break. Um, yeah. So then Waverly is going to go and grab the gun and she turns around and Mercedes is gone. Yeah. So um, she runs up. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. uh, Okay. Yeah. And so she runs to Nicole. I was Mm going to say is, and she's like, don't die. Don't die. Don't die. And I'm thinking that is not how you calm someone down. 
It is not encouraging at all. You gotta be you like, you don't think, don't die, don't die, don't, don't die, die, don't die, don't die. I'd be like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna die. <laughs> like, I wasn't even thinking about it till you mentioned it. Am I gonna die? And I'm thinking, you an option, right? You gotta be like, you're fine, it's okay, take a mm-hmm. breath. I don't know. Uh-uh. But I want to know who Waverly called then. Did she call 911? Is there a 911 in purgatory? The really? hospital or 911, I'm guessing. Yeah, probably to get her a ride to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was. It, it, it would have been the the, um, the order who would come pick her up. It was all volunteer firefighters. <laughs> Who's she calling? <laughs> Everybody know there, too. And, and you'll get a kick out of it after having Kat on the podcast because Kat did such a great job too. She was so sweet on the set visit because, you know, we're there with the crew, you know, kind of standing behind the camera to watch them all film that. And at one point in a break as they're choreographing some of the stunt stuff or whatever, Kat uh, takes each of us, Bridget, Barney, and I actually into the set to kind of show us some of the detail and into the kitchen. Like you talk about Waverly going for the gun on the kitchen table. Yeah. Um, when they were shooting that scene of her coming in, I was actually in the kitchen just off camera. So I could have really? reached out. I could have reached out and touched off almost. Because <laughs> um, she wanted it. Kat was so great. She wanted to make sure we got the full experience oh and understood God. all that was going on. Um, it was just so sweet of her. She's just. How nice. How nice, you know? They could have easily been like, whatever, you know? Yeah, they're here to watch, blah, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. But to take you and do all those special things, that's so kind. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like all of them are. But I know having since you folks have had Kat on, it's just a perfect example of how sweet and supportive yeah. she is. Could you imagine if you accidentally, like, stuck your arm out or, like, whoa? Oh, or man. Whatever. I mean, <laughs> okay. I, I, was ma- I was trying to do that thing like you do sometimes when you're trying to hide where, like, how thin can I make myself yeah. feel? <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I want to do is hear a director or somebody go, hey, that guy's on the shot. Get him yeah. out of here. Get him, uh, get him out of here. Who's that? <laughs> Kevin's arm. We'll write that out later and after yeah. in post production. We'll take yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like Kev- Kevin's like standing there, like I shouldn't have eaten that buffalo blue cheese combos today. <laughs> Ask a question. Do we sure. see like the rest of her house at some point? That's not a spoiler. Just like. Is this the only time? Oh, Never that is mind. a spoiler, Casey. <laughs> well, that'd be like me saying, are we going to go back to the home soon? We know we're going to go back to the home. Well, forget it. You, 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 this is the first time you've ever seen. Don't try to trap Kevin into spilling. <laughs> he has a reputation as an Kevin. outstanding guy. Kevin. <laughs> Good try, Casey. Good try, though. I'm going to see you, Kevin. <laughs> well, one of the great things, we did a couple of, uh, we've got to, uh, two set visit podcasts that we did like three and a half hours worth of content talking about all the detail of a lot of things. Um, but it's really fun too, because on there we have many interviews with uh, Kat and Dom and Danny about this fight scene, because a couple of really cool things to keep in mind is you've got a scene here with an action scene, a fight scene with mm-hmm. exclusively with three women. How often do you see that in television? <sighs> they totally carrying the scene and, and not just them, but also the stunt performers. Or going into the chair or when cat gets kicked yeah. down, you know, Mercedes is kicking her. That's a stunt performer. And watching them choreograph that, like at this point, she's going to kick me here. And then I roll off camera and then cat rolls in or like when the stunt performer gets thrown on the table and then cut and then 
you know, Dominique has to lie down there. I mean, that just again, that whole choreograph part of it yeah. and watching that happen. And then when you see it on TV and it's just seamless, you know, yeah, that would have been fascinating. Yeah. It was just wonderful to see. And, and actually Kat gave some suggestions when, um, you know, Widow Mercedes bites her and you, and we see the blood going down her arm. Um, they had originally set that up on her arm slightly differently. And Kat said, Oh, I think it'll look better if we do this. So it actually rolls down my arm. So there was a total <gasps> collaboration between actors and behind the scenes folks and everything to make that work. You know, that mm -hmm. that's one of the things we certainly saw. There's probably 75 plus crew involved uh, and they're all working together on, on the different aspects of it. I mean, it's very fascinating just to stand there and watch all of that happen for, you know, each scene they're putting together. Yeah. Um, I do have a question about the scene too. So, and I probably should remember this, but I don't. Was, did Hot know anything about the Lazy Ladies? Like, did she, did she know like, oh crap, I just got bit. I'm a goner. Or did she just think that she got bit by a weirdo? I don't think at that point, others knew what um, their venom did to them. Yeah, I agree. I agree there. And I, I think that she had just heard about them and that they were bad and stuff, but I don't, I don't think she would have had a lot of detail because yeah, I don't think anyone else at that point did either. No, because they're still trying to figure it out in the hospital. Like what? Well, I knew that dolls knew obviously because of Juan Carlos. So, and him, I mm -hmm. guess. Um, but I wasn't sure if anybody else knew, like, I didn't know, like hot was like, if she I, was like, oh, shit. I don't even know if Waverly knew at that point. Because they had only seen... Um, no, Well, only dolls would have seen Juan Carlo get bit. He's really the only one who would have seen what a bite does. Like They were vaporing people. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Interesting. Not, I, yeah, it I'm came to sure. my mind. I'm like, oh, you know, because right away, Waverly is like, don't die, don't die. Well... I mean, a normal bite on the wrist, not that I know, but you would think like a normal bite on the wrist wouldn't like kill somebody unless mean, they had normal from a poltergeisty yeah. demon I from mean, 150 years ago. Right. For an eight so, year old to bite you on the wrist. Right. Exactly. Or maybe dog, maybe a chihuahua <laughs> won't die, but this is kind of a different scale. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> do you think they just reported it as a dog bite at the hospital? Like, okay, that's you need okay. Rabies? Let's go right into that because <laughs> so we're at the hospital and Winona walks there. Winona and Nedley are walking in, and I love this conversation between Winona and Nedley because Winona obviously asked Nedley, like, I have this massive favor and it's big and it's like end of the world big, it's like deep impact Armageddon season 19 of America's Next top model combined Natalie's like yeah anyway I'll do it whatever but where's the bathroom <laughs> like he was like I don't want to know any details I'll do it blah 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 but he said um he he she asked aren't you going to ask why and he's like no because those are the questions that got Michael Bay into trouble who that I don't know oh, Michael I Bay yeah. yeah Michael Bay is a famous director who does action movies over the top action movies the Transformers kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so he also did those the whole idea of, of um, you know drillers in space you know it's one of those roll your eyes like oh yeah like this is going to really happen so he's known for doing just over the top stuff so okay. Nedley's kind of poking fun at him like yeah you don't want to ask too many questions because it's everybody will know it's not real I see 
Mm -hmm. I was like, did I miss something? Who is that? Is that something like a Star Wars thing I don't know about? But okay, I get it. Good job. Um, I didn't. I just rolled right past it. I was like, no, didn't get that. No, one I actually typed out who that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so she she thanks him, and then he says, "Kill him hard, Winona. The town has had enough of this shit." Love that. And then she she goes into a room complaining about how she cannot find a candy vending machine anywhere because mm-hmm. she wants some Twizzlers. <laughs> there we go again. <laughs> Twizzlers again, reference. right? There's a lady or somebody laying in the bed with their head wrapped up. <laughs> and immediately I thought to myself, oh my God, what is Honda hot? Like I thought it was just her arm. What is that going on with her? Her head is all wrapped up. They got the wrong part of her body. I had no idea. It was like, I'm like, oh crap. No, that's Mercedes. But Wynonna's like sad here that it's her friend. And again, like we see that she's got this relationship with the real Mercedes, not lacy lady Mercedes. Um, <laughs> And now that she realizes that she's still alive and this horrible thing had happened to her, and she even makes a reference about how, like, she doesn't even know about the baby yet. No. <laughs> it's like to see these friendships that she actually, she has in these softer moments of her. And even though mm-hmm. it was so fleeting, I really And then she that. said, of course you would get up knocked. She said that uh, Mercedes would say, of course you'd get knocked up, you dumb hoe. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, and she's malnourished and has lost a lot of blood and that they mm-hmm. were both well, the other one died apparently, but that they were kept alive and faceless. How horrible. Mm-hmm. Here's my question. Okay. What are the doctors thinking? Like, so they bring in this woman who has no face and no face. Like she's doesn't have a face. And then do they know that Beth died? What, what happened to Beth? Did they just leave her there? Beth was dead. I think, yeah, I think they yeah. mentioned Beth didn't make it at all. She was dead. Yeah, Beth, time. yeah, she's dead, but did they take her to the mortuary? We don't have these answers, Casey. <laughs> it's a 45-minute show. We can't <laughs> okay. cover this all. Well, I just think it's funny that the doctors are like, well, maybe we should, maybe, is that, okay, this is strange. Sometimes I think, like, maybe some of the townsfolk are not the brightest, um, or again, like just in that whole denial thing, or maybe right. some yeah, of them are in know. on it. Yeah, don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. They're like, stop asking. God, yeah, just don't ask there. too many questions. Right. You, just you may not like the, the answers. Way. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really want to know if Santa Claus is real or not? No, just keep going. Keep open in the presence. <laughs> exactly. Just stop asking where they come from. They're there. Okay. <laughs> And then we hear Waverly's voice yelling through the halls. Somebody help. She's not breathing. And Winona immediately hears her sister and runs out of the room. And mm-hmm. Hot is on a gurney and is being rushed through the hall. And mm-hmm. look, who do we see? Maddie the blacksmith? No, it's no. her sister, identical twin, Greta. Did we know her existence prior to this? No. We didn't. Okay. Because I was like, I i didn't remember this lady. Okay. So, and then Waverly is like confused too. She's like, oh, wait, uh, Greta? All right. And then she, she just kind of looks confused. But um, right. then um, Winona comes to Waverly's side and she breaks down in her arms and she uh, is now in front of the group and she's explaining um, 
that she was over on her way to Hot's house because they were fighting. She can't die when they're fighting. And then Waverly blurts out that she cheated on her. And mm-hmm. Dolls was like, oh, oof, ouch. <laughs> he makes this face like, yay. Um, and Waverly says that she kissed Rosita. And Winona is about to say that that one kiss is not uh, well, you know, cheating. But then Waverly blurts out that, yeah, Rosita's Doc's girlfriend. And oh, yeah, she's also a revenant. So that's one of my there's a behind the scenes uh, outtake for that oh. scene. And it's my favorite behind the scenes because Dom <laughs> keeps trying to say, I cheated on her. I'm a cheater. Mm-hmm. But she keeps saying, I cheated on her. I'm a cheetah. Oh, and-, and she's wearing like this leopard print coat and she just like can't say it without cracking up and she's like I told you I was gonna mess it up I told you I was gonna but so I'll just send you that one too yeah that please one. do that sounds funny so you weren't for any of the hospital scenes were you Kevin no there's only at this point in the app there's only one other scene that we actually saw filmed yeah. um okay so and then it seems like uh and, and then Wynolden looks at dolls and is like, oh, you knew about this? And there's like an exchange there. Yeah, it's a big herp, herp sister moment. I mean, the two of them trying to deal with it. Wynona trying to keep her calm, Waverly kind of losing it and blurting out lots of information. It's, it's, it's classic mm-hmm. stuff with the two of them, mm-hmm. you know, and how much they care for each other, too. And as you pointed out, too, um, Shamir does a great job with the facial <laughs> expressions. Yeah, as as uh, Waverly blurting stuff out and t- basically telling Winona when he, when she hears about the revenant thing, okay, maybe that's a later discussion kind of deal, knowing that Waverly really needs the support right now. And didn't Dolls want clarification too, like why Mercedes attacked Hot? Mm-hmm. Like he mm-hmm. thought that she actually did have the third seal. Well, correct? because well, because they didn't know that Winona had the seal, like gave the seal to Nedley. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. whatever message Lacey Lady Mercedes was mm-hmm. getting was just like law enforcement. So she just assumed it was hot. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And, and Winona explains that it wasn't even possible that she, she didn't have it. And that that's when Winona does say that she knows where it is. It's safe and sound. And the only thing that's, it's the only thing that's keeping Cludy underground and they can never find it. And he was kind of pissed that she know that Winona knew where the third seal is, and um, she didn't tell Waverly. And Waverly explains that I can't tell anybody because I don't want anybody to get hurt. And she kind of gets pissy, like, uh, "Yeah, well, Ha got hurt, you know." And um, Waverly and Winona's like, "Oh, well, I don't, I don't mean that, and I don't want anybody else to get hurt." Um, so Waverly takes the blame that it's her fault that fake Mercedes bit hot. And Dolls kind of questions that. And um, he met, he says that uh, Hot has maybe two or three hours. Um, but Winona's sure that they can find, make, or buy some anti-venom and says whatever it takes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is like, this is why I think that nobody else really knew the, the effects of being bitten because this is where he's yeah. like bringing up Juan Carlo and he seems to be like the only one with I mean, maybe him and BBD, like maybe him and Jeremy, probably Jeremy. Oh yeah. 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 Um, mm-hmm. But nobody else. Um, and then uh, yeah. Waverly runs outside to get some fresh air and 
She's outside. She's hyperventilating. Uh, She's like, this can't be happening. And then she runs into Beth, Lacey Lady Beth. Um, Fake Beth. Fake Beth. So mean, so nasty. And she's Mm -hmm. like, oh, you smell rare and just all this weird stuff. Um, And she says that she can cure Nicole. And then Mm -hmm. Waverly pulls a giant gun out on her. Was that Nicole? Yeah, where the hell did that come from? It might have been, remember, back at the house, there was the gun on the table that she grabbed, and then Mercedes disappeared, oh, yeah. so she probably kept That's it with right. her. Stuck it in her pocket. I'm like, Smart. does she always carry a giant pistol in her <laughs> that, It was huge. It was huge, yes. <laughs> Where did that come from? Out of her <laughs> belt? <laughs> so Beth says, yeah, if you bring the seal to me, then we'll be able to save your lover's life. And then she's like, Waverly says she would never betray Winona. And Beth <gasps> yeah. says, well, you bum, better bum, start bum. picking out a casket and make it uh, yay tall because hot's really tall. Dolls runs into Waverly and he says that they're going to induce a coma to slow the venom down in her system. But she doesn't want to go under until she you know, talks to Waverly first. Mm-hmm. And then this is where. I lose my mind because Nicole yeah. is there and Winona is there and Nicole is in pain and she's sweaty and she looks horrible. I mean, she still looks good, but she looks horrible. And she tells the doctor to, you know, Winona's like, go get her something for the pain because, you know, the besties. And this is when um, Nicole well, I think tells... Because you don't have to be besties to see somebody in pain and say, <laughs> maybe you should get her something for the pain. I don't know. Do you <laughs> I mean, like it's a nice thing to do. shout at doctors? <laughs> I usually just let the doctors decide if they're going to give something for pain. But, um... Oh! <laughs> if I was like just laying there like, <gasps> it's totally in pain, you'd be like, anyway, so tonight we have spaghetti for dinner. And <laughs> I would hope you'd be like, get the goddamn pain. She's in pain. <laughs> I think they would just know what to do. They probably were already on it. But anyway, <laughs> this is this is like the chance where Hot can tell Wynona that she doesn't want to be a burden or hooked up to machines. Yeah. Oh. Um, she doesn't want machines keeping her alive. And, you know, if worse comes down to it, you've got to be the one basically to pull my plug because, you know, Waverly will not let me go. Right. Oh, yeah. And Winona's like, one. don't ask me to do this. And Hot's like, you know, you're the only one I can ask, and you're the only one she's going to forgive. Yeah. And then she did mention that um, she has to give calamity Jane to Ned Lee. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, um, you know, he's, she's, she says he's going to pretend he doesn't want her, but he loves that cat so much he could just eat her <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but there you go. She talks about her cat again. You keep wondering about the cat. Who? You. Me? Yeah. You're like, why does she keep talking about a cat? We've never seen the cat. Oh, that's right. She did. That was always her excuse to get out of the out of the weird awkwardness when Winona would show up and interrupt. She'd be like, oh, I got to go feed my cat. <laughs> There's the cat. Um, but Kevin, you met the cat, didn't you? Yes. Actually, that uh, the introduction of Calamity Jane, we saw that as one of the scenes being filmed. <laughs> <laughs> And that was exciting, too, because that was months, you know, we were there like four or five months before the season premiered. So the the fans had already been talking about wanting to meet the cat. So it was great to kind of know that was coming. How freaking cool. So was this was this the first time that the cast had met the cat? Like, is this the first time the cat was on the set? I do believe so. Yes, it's the introduction. And that's that was the first time there. Did you get was it a trained cat? cat or was it just like a rando humane society cat? <laughs> no, it, they had an animal trainer, <laughs> really? you know, trying to get, yeah, trying to, you know, cause the scene 
you know, jumping ahead a little bit, but in the scene where we meet them, you know, they've got to open the door and ta-da. Yeah. Sometimes you open the door and ta-da, where the heck is the cat? It's nowhere yeah. in the <laughs> shop. <laughs> so, no, it, uh, it took a little bit of work to kind of get them, okay, this is where we want them. Okay, stay, stay, yeah. stay, and then close the door. <laughs> and you know, Cass, he's like, nah, after nah I don't think so. Yeah, shit to do. Big Ari's like licking his butt, like yeah. doing his own thing. Yeah, not good on camera. <laughs> no, I think uh, I think Emily said that Cat's name is Mouser. Or something oh, it's like not that. really Calamity Jane. Not really Calamity yeah. Jane. No. Nope. No, it's an actor. It's a professional casing. I would have changed it. It doesn't know its name anyway. <laughs> it's a cat. <laughs> Kevin's a cat person. Watch what you say. I'm not a cat. I'm not not a cat person, but cats are just really like their own thing. Like oh, it doesn't yes. even matter. You could call it door one day <laughs> and the next day call it minivan and it wouldn't care any less. <laughs> Two great cat names, Casey. <laughs> Thank you. Then Waverly's like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, she thought she was doing the right thing. And uh, mm -hmm. Waverly's like, we're going to have a big sorry party with balloons and hats when you wake up. And Nicole's like, um, no matter what happens, I need you to know that I have never loved anyone the way that I love you. And then the doctor comes and puts her in a coma and Waverly kisses her. And I'm a puddle on the floor. That that line <laughs> has been gift so many times. That is mm -hmm. just beautiful yeah yeah <laughs> that was a hard one that yeah. was a hard one especially to find out what happens a little while later i was like mm, oh really mm, we'll get to that <laughs> fine then we're in the hallway and we see dolls and jeremy and winona and waverly and they're all trying to figure out what's happening with the toxin right and they're talking about some experimenting that they've been doing and jeremy says this is a whole new quidditch game <laughs> Winona's like, I don't need yeah, Star Trek references. Just tell me what I need to do. Is that really a Star Trek reference? Or was no, it just like... Oh, it's from Harry oh. Potter. Oh, I've never seen that. He had like all the papers and everything. And and Waverly was like, well, see, you've already been working on it. Like, we're going to get something going. Is that is that what you're talking about right now? Yeah. So yeah, he's like, uh, no, it'll kill you like it's killing Nicole. And then Dahl smacks him. And Jeremy realizes he was insensitive, which is a great Jan Arden song, by the way. Do you remember that song? No. You don't remember Jan Arden singing? It was like the 80s. Insensitive. No. Are you kidding me? You will when you hear it. She's yes. a Canadian. I'm going to sing it and I might remember. Go ahead. You'll, you'll I... probably recognize it, yes. <laughs> Kevin, you sing it. <laughs> that ain't happening. Uh, um, <laughs> Madonna's more my thing. Uh, sure is. Oh, I just watched okay, that video that. last night, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> it came up in my feed last night. I said, oh, God. I'll send it to what you. Video? What video? Kevin, Kevin dressed up at a con um, singing like a virgin Stop in a Madonna full outfit. Now. What? <laughs> for charity. I need to see. It was for a charity, to support a charity. Yes. We had a, a, a lip sync. We had a lip sync, or er, lip sync battle for charity. And I, I went all out. He did. That did you pretty... win? Did you? Was it like a winning situation? Like, did you win? Yes. Yes. I won the. I won the Golden Gnome Award. <laughs> Even if there wasn't a prize, he clearly won. <laughs> um, 
Anyways, Jan, so anyway, Jan Arden, I just wanted to say Jan Arden also has a good podcast out and Danny Kind was on the episode today. And Danny really? Kind is Mercedes. Yeah. And there Do are you no sleep. <laughs> and there are no spoilers and you can listen to it. You might enjoy it. Okay, thank you. It's Danny fucking kind. But this is where like Winona's like, um, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And he goes, I'm a genius. I can fix this. And and then she kind of takes it one step further. And Waverly's like, what if you can't? What if you can't fix it? Winona, what if he can't fix it? And obviously she's talking about hot. Right. Um, that like, what if, what if he can't fix hot? Mm-hmm. And uh, um, which is kind of touching. I mean, it really was. Touching. It's like she turns into like little like they're always kind of both brave for each other but she totally turns into like little sister at this moment like mm-hmm. just falling apart and you can yep. see her at like seven years old you know asking yeah. Winona to help her kind of thing and Waverly actually then tries to talk Winona into using the seal to make hot better and um Winona's like uh you know just trust me trust everyone like we're gonna be able to get this done and Waverly agrees to trust everyone um and she asked Jeremy to do what what he can with the last of the veil juice, which I was like, what? Oh, and then I remembered he had that little piece of veil in his pocket that he was going to wipe his nose on. Um, and all of a sudden, Dolls is like going to go talk to the order. And um, Winona tells Waverly to just kind of stay by hot side. Don't don't leave her side. They've got everything taken care of. And she says that we are going to track Mercedes from Nicole's apartment. And Waverly says, what do you mean we? And she's like, oh, the pain in my ass, Doc. Um, you know, he could find a dildo in a nunnery, <laughs> which makes Waverly giggle a little bit. She then turns, Winona says that when they find Mercedes, she's going to milk that bitch like a snake. Kevin, when you go back and you watch like sister scenes like this, do they still hit you the same? Absolutely. Because you have even more, you know, of a feel for the the bigger story arcs without right. being spoilery, you know, by the time you get further in a show, at least for me, when you get further in a show and a character or relationship you love, and then you go back and watch from the beginning, you just see the foundation being built and, and all the little things that just make it all feel so real. So yeah, a- absolutely. Yeah. Big everything. It, it, some of it hits a little harder and some of it just like certain things that are said hit differently. Like when you go back and watch it again. especially the more you get context and the more you get the history for me it's more it's obviously the sister thing but also the friendship stuff you know like when um rosie and hot and waverly were all bonding over the baby shower and you know things like that i'm like man that's so cool that they're all (laughs) friends. (laughs) like that gets to me like almost to the point of jealousy sisters i love seeing the sisters working together and strengthening their relationships but then when i see you know even even on that poker scene when doc is playing poker and um rosita's there and rosita like smiles at waverly like oh hi friend you know and i mean at winona like hi friend and winona's like eh, smiles back even though she's pissy about it but rosita was like really happy to see winona and even that little part of it i was like oh i'm a friend like that I mean, Anne, you're fine, but, you know, in person. <laughs> I, You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, that whole, um, the friends and the found family. And yeah. like, in this scene, too, where, you know, Doc's kind of like, it just seems like whatever. He doesn't even care that 
Winona's there and he's just more concerned about his card game and then she's mm-hmm. like um well Nicole is dying they bit her and he's like lead the way and yeah you know drops yeah. everything um, right it's like it, you know they'll do anything for each other right mm-hmm. yeah exactly Waverly's outside of the hospital again hanging and Beth sneaks up like Beth is just just like somewhere in the bushes hanging out just waiting for Waverly to come outside so she can be like (laughs) and (laughs) so Beth is like where's the flip and seal and and Waverly's like I don't have any idea and Beth kind of taunts her like okay well boohoo you're not going to find it for me and you're not going to do any of this for me here I have this anti-venom and um but you're going to lose your woman and all you have to do is get the seal um and Beth is walking away and Waverly is just about to say like something to Beth and Nedley steps in asking for the keys to get the cat. He is kind of excited because he already got a cat tree. (laughs) (laughs) And then he says that, um, and I didn't catch this the first two times that I actually watched it. (laughs) I caught it the third time. And he says, um, Hey, just so you know, Waverly, I had to, contact um hot's next to kin and she goes well she didn't talk to her family or she didn't talk to her parents and he goes yeah neither did i (laughs) yeah and that she goes into the hospital room and sees a woman standing there and still i'm not putting two to two two and two together and um she thinks it's it's hot's doc doctor and uh she's like oh yeah no i'm not her doctor i'm a doctor i'm her wife and i was like oh, <laughs> oh my god what what that's that's a bad thing thoughts anyone think? that was quite the mic drop i gotta say <laughs> no shit i didn't i mean i th- where how did that even happen well, we know how it happened, but it's like, Jesus, I, I was shocked, right. way shocked. I was probably more shocked at this than the whole Bobo shit. And there's always surprises just when you think you're like, like we, we digested the last episode and like, you start to think like, oh, I can see where this is going. Okay. Yeah. And then it's just like, really? You think you know what's happening? Bam. Let Bada me bing. just throw this in there. Which then I think to myself, hold on one minute. So when she was filling out her W-2 for tax purposes, (laughs) she had a thing that she was married. Nobody questioned that. Like, Natalie was like, "Hmm, who are you married to? Where? Or when you put your emergency contact down on your paperwork, she put my wife, blah, 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 Dr. So-and-so. Like, and Natalie didn't question that. Unless they have a really good HR department and they keep it under the locks. But anyway. Well, we know Nedley's really good at keeping secrets. I mean, <gasps> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So. Good point. Any other workplace, I'm sure everyone would be like, Psh. did you know right? she got a secret wife? Unless there's like a HR code of ethics. I don't think they, I think it's just Nedley and Nicole. I mean, we don't see a <laughs> lot of people working there. <laughs> um yeah that was definitely a a wtf moment i was like wait a hot minute not only are they fighting she kissed rosita and now we have a secret wife entering the picture and oh yeah she's dying 
great. Oh, yeah. And the wife is hot and a doctor. Yeah. So then we're in the forest with the bird guys and uh, they're burning Juan Carlo. And Doc's pretty pissed about that because he needed the body. They were going to try to extract some venomy stuff uh, from the body to see if they could help do the anti-venom. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at this point, the order offers to take the baby when it's born to keep it safe mm-hmm. uh, and says that, you know, the demons are from dangerous cults. And um, uh-huh. he's like, like the one you used to work for. Uh-huh. Did you and notice then, that? Uh-huh. And then he refers to Black Badge as a cult. And I'm like, why and am then... I just now noticing this? But then he says, uh, you were taken, weren't you? <gasps> I never what noticed that, that before. Mean? I'm like, mm-hmm. what do you mean he was taken? How old was he? I need answers. Kevin, what do you know? <laughs> what have I missed? <laughs> Just subtle, subtle bits that have been in there like that. You know, you, you that's easy to pass over and miss until you're doing rewatches. It's just planting so don't a know. seed in our minds right. more that Black Badge is up to something. I mean, there could be a whole spinoff show just on that phrase alone, like just on that line alone, like Black Badge, that that Dolls was taken and then indoctrinated into Black Badge as a baby? What happened? I don't know. <laughs> was he born a lizard because they did that? Or like, I don't know. I don't know. Too no, many questions. He, he wasn't born a lizard because um, remember Underwear Girl? <laughs> I'm Kevin, if you haven't noticed, I know every actor <laughs> character name by heart. You, so you, underwear you, girl. <laughs> you have your own system. I understand it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> underwear girl was in the um stairwell with um a couple other people, and then she made a comment about uh dolls not not who he was, but what they made him. Mm-hmm. So Mm-mm-mm-mm. Excellent observation, Casey. Excellent. Thank you. Anyway, Anne, don't go um, throw on your waiter. <laughs> yeah. We you know it was Eliza. You know, and I know, right? But then he says, um, the birdface guy says that he he can't he, they can't beat the widows, but dolls can with the right weapon, and it's the plate. And so actually then the birdface guy gives the plate back to um dolls he says it's an act of faith and dolls makes a science joke and he's like thanks but i'll take my chances with science that whole (laughs) religion versus science battle and then we're back at nicole's bedside and uh she's telling nicole that they're doing everything they can um and shay walks in and, and she says they're still trying to identify the poison and Waverly makes up a story that she's already gotten bitten when um, she found her. Because she's like, what What was this? Like, yeah. what bit her? Like, this isn't your typical spider bite. Like, what is going on? Um, well, wifey, this is purgatory. Right. You're new Don't here. ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, she asks how they met. And she says it was rock climbing in Nevada near Vegas, a Britney live show and a slot machine win. Um, so it was like a Vegas wedding and then things cooled down and then, um, Nicole starts waking up in pain again and she says it's burning. And then the real doctor walks in, not that she's not a real doctor. It's just not her doctor. Um, and asks if (laughs) she's allergic to anything and Waverly Waverly immediately says no. And she's like, oh yes, she is thiopental. 
uh, give her propofol instead and um, explains that she had a rock climbing incident and needed surgery that ruined their honeymoon. Um, so like Shay looks like she can be a hero and a wife, I guess. Waverly's like, yeah, right. Great. I almost just killed her. I'm making things worse. And she leaves the room. The wife says, how, how would you know? How could you know? Right. You know, but like- still like she feels like she's just making things worse. I feel so bad for her. Like, I mean, but I- it's a great job. I think from the writing point of view of showing why Waverly is at the point of doing anything. She just feels like she can't do anything. There's a wife. Yeah. She doesn't know about the medicine. She mm-hmm. can't save her. She got mm-hmm. left her in danger. I mean, it's a great job of just knocking her down to the point of putting her to the point of having no choice. Right. Yeah, what to right. do. Yeah. You know, right. and you last... sometimes ask folks why they do desperate things. <laughs> Imagine being in Waverly's place right at that moment of not even knowing what medicine to give her. Yeah. yeah right and like just n- not even having any any say because here's someone who you know let's say that let's say the wife wasn't in the picture would she have a say because they're not married so like would right would hospitals legally have even i mean it's purgatory who knows but would you know typically a hospital wouldn't have let waverly make any decisions anyway mm-hmm. but then now we have shay who definitely is the one who's going to be able to make the decisions and yeah but i do like how the wife handles it like she's like it hey you know it's okay it's how would you know like this is this it's amazing that this chick actually showed up because if they haven't been really like in a hardcore relationship they're just married by default (laughs) because they made a bad choice or whatever you know what i mean that they haven't been obviously in contact or anything like that. She's been living her own life unless they have been, and we don't know, but that's a whole nother thing. Um, So the fact that she's there even, I think says a lot. I mean, she's there and willing to just say, okay, I'm here for just the technicalities. Hot actually is very much in love with Waverly. You don't have to convince me. (laughs) I'm convinced. Okay. Well then I'll stop. (laughs) 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 <laughs> I love this next scene though in shorties and Winona's sitting at the bar and Rosie walks up like hi friend here's blah 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 and Winona was putting Peacemaker on the bar and then all of a sudden it glows and Rosie's like fuck a duck like shit who told you and um, Winona does say that Waverly did and Rosie's pretty shocked um, and distracted and she's like just shit like I'll just help I'll help however I can you know, kind of a thing like, don't, don't do this to me. And that's when Doc walks down and they shape up really quick and a peacemaker goes off the bar and, um, you know, Waverly is talking to Doc about getting the car and she's playing her pregnant card and, and all of this and that. And um, so he leaves and Winona says, you know, you have to haul ass to over to BBD. Like they need to to test you you're going to be the test dummy for the anti-venom and she does and um so i think that's pretty well and pretty i like cool. i like too how um she says to her like all you would have had to do was ask me you didn't need to threaten me yeah because you know why nona comes yeah. in and but too i didn't really see i don't know why but i didn't really see this coming and it's it just shows that like Winona's she's always got a plan. Like she's always like, she doesn't always seem like it, but she's always one step ahead. 
You know, yeah, she's that's like true. fast on her feet. Um, right. And knowing that, you know, she can't really die. So it's like, yeah. it's not going to be great. But, um, but yeah, with Rosita just saying like, all you had to do was ask. Like they yeah. are, I'm a rev, but I, she does seem to care about the family. But then we see Rosie walking into the science lab where the Jeremy is. And Jeremy thinks that she's there to like help him work because she has this smarter. And um, she's like, no, yo, this is because I'm going to be the test subject. And he's like, no, that can't be because you're not one of us, but you're still really important to us. And she goes ahead and she sticks that needle in her arm like nobody's business but she said you know there's you know damn well that there's only one thing that can kill me and then she's like gets all revy snarly ill and then we're back at nicole's house kevin are you at nicole's house yes for this part Mm -hmm. where are you hiding (laughs) um there was a spot right behind (laughs) like where if you were facing the closet where they went to see calamity to the right there that's where the camera is and a lot of the other stuff was so we're just back there a little bit is everything totally tight quarters? Oh, t- tiny, tiny. There were like 20 of us in this like closet, I swear. It was, you had to stand very still. And, but it was great because we're watching the monitors too, as, as the director's watching the feed, you know, at the video villages, they call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and all. So, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool watching uh, Mel and Tim kind of work out how they were going to do that little exchange and find the blood on the floor and, and all. So that was, that was, Again, watching folks in their craft and, and just the discussions that go on to make it flow. I do have to ask though, like, so after all of this, after you get done and it's a wrap, do you all go out for beer? <laughs> did you? Well, we we did have a couple of really Not fun. Shows. I mean, went out for dinner with uh, Emily, the showrunner, um, and, and some of the folks from uh, the production company. Uh, which was really great. And actually talking a little bit to one of the other nights, um, Widow Beth, who's the one, you know, totally getting Waverly's face and being all talking about caskets, yay, high, and so forth. Uh-huh. Um, that actress, Megan Heffern, she's such a sweetheart. I mean, she's <laughs> playing so totally different here. Um, <laughs> and actually the last night we were there, uh, we went out to dinner with uh, a couple of folks and Kat was there and she said, oh, I'm going to invite a friend. Uh, and this is, you know, four months before the season is aired. And mm-hmm. the, the friend actually turned out to be Megan, but we didn't know she was on the show. We spent the whole night chatting. And then at the end, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be in the season. And we're thinking, Bonnie and I were sitting there actually with her and Kat are like, oh, are you in like an episode or two? She's like, no, maybe like nine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we're, we're like, oh, well, we have a podcast. And we're going to have to have you on. <laughs> she was a real sweetheart (laughs) that's totally cool i would have been all for that like okay let's just go get some nachos and chill and talk about stuff and have some margaritas Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) so at um nicole's house the yeah doc is examining the place they're trying to you know get some clues and um he, Doc says, I saw you put Peacemaker on the bar. Did it tell you anything? And she says, yeah, that you've been keeping a well-endowed Rev secret from me for a long time. And um, then he figures out that she's got Rosita helping with the antivenom. And he's not happy because he's like, you know, just because she can't die doesn't mean she can't still not feel pain. pain. Yeah. yeah. Casey, um, back at that exchange at the bar uh, with Rosita, mm-hmm. um, 
Winona basically blackmails her, if you will, and tells her she's going to kill her last. Um, but I mean, what did you think of that? Wait, what? <laughs> you don't remember that part? No. Tell when, me again. Well, once you put Peacemaker on the bar to kind yeah. of say, I know who you are. And um, then Doc came down and kind of, she hit it. He went out and she's like, you know, I want you to go to BBD basically to, to help test. And then she's Rosita's like, you know, well, I would have, you didn't have to ask, but what Winona said is, you know, if you do this, I'll kill you last. <gasps> Cause she's a revenant. Holy and Winona's got to kill all the revenants, but oh, really? Okay. Okay. Go on. So I'm just curious. I mean, she's basically put her on notice that, yeah, I know who you are. And, you know, instead of killing you right now, you know, I'll, I'll kill you last. But why wouldn't she just take off then? Like pack a bag, <laughs> pack a bag and go. Don't be killed. Well, these just are, go. you know, they can't leave the, the Ghost River Triangle of Rivers. So where's she going to go? Yeah. You know, there's, it seems to me, just this is an observation, that mm -hmm. there's quite a few places in the Ghost River Triangle that nobody knows exists. For instance, <laughs> a massive tree house in the middle of a field, or a barn that nobody has set foot in a hundred years, or all of these things <laughs> that I think that she could find a place <laughs> to quietly live out her life. Forever. Good point. Ever. Very. Uh, <laughs> Casey, I love that you're already thinking about all these possibilities. <laughs> yeah, For we, real, like. <laughs> but we see too um, that this, like, this testament of Winona, like, she's got this creed, and even though they've become closer, and you know, this found family, she's still saying, like, I find out, I found out you're a revenant. I, I still got to kill you. Kind of harsh. Um, so I think though that I did, and because I, I mean what I said, like, why would she wait around to be killed by her friend, really? And why couldn't Winona? Well, I know that why no why I I know why Winona would have to kill her, and that she couldn't just not kill her. But at the same time, also Doc swore to keep Rosie protected so what would he do then to protect her you know like that question the answer could go a couple different ways but i do think that she should just pack a bag and leave to somewhere else in the ghost river triangle but we see too that she wants to help i think i think she could have left but she decided to stay because she has grown fond of these people and she knows that we don't she wants to help she doesn't we don't know that she wants to help though until after the fact like she, right now it's a threat right right mm -hmm. did that answer your question kevin mm -hmm. i was just curious you know yeah it's it's an excellent point that's why as we've been talking about the whole found family i mean she's kind of in the middle of it but also it's the reality of being a revenant mm -hmm. you know limited choice yeah. which still surprises me that she's a rev like it still does that doc has been hanging out with a rev. Mm -hmm. But it also shows too, that like the revs aren't necessarily revs by choice. No, of course not. So yeah. I think like the good revs and with, the bad revs. Yeah. I, and I even think that, I mean, we can, we're not going to, but just quickly that we can go back to um, even Bo in the beginning was a good guy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Um, 
So Doc finds some fresh blood that's less than an hour old. And he's like, this can't be Nicole's. Um, and then they hear a noise and they go to the closet and there's Calamity Jane. So you finally dun, dun. see the cat as she <laughs> lives and breathes. Long live Calamity Jane. Well, no, I was just saying, and then he sees the hat and he knows like, the hat is just a little bit bigger than Nicole's right, hat from across the room. But he knew that it was um, Nedley's, so they they know that Mercedes came back and and that he she has Nedley. Right, and the next time we see Nedley, he's bloody and tied up in the barn, and Widow Mercedes is kicking the crap out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, she With wants the to bustle on her but I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, <laughs> is that flipping necessary that that bustle is that big? <laughs> Those costumes, man, the, the lacy ladies, I think had one of the most unfortunate wardrobes in <laughs> most of the season, uh, most of the episodes so far. Back to the, the Calamity Jane's scene was Emily in the room for all that. Like, does she hang out for all of those scenes with the directors? She doesn't, she's not on set for all the shooting. She is occasionally, um, she was there. You know, we were there, so she was uh, there for for that um, stuff that was going on there. But she isn't always on set for all shooting. But yeah, she, you know, we were joking about uh, finally the calamity Jane. Everybody's been clamoring to see. We're actually going to see on screen. Right. <laughs> so it was kind of a big like ta da, <laughs> in a very simple way. Because right. yeah, no, it was only it was only a couple of takes for him to get the one they wanted as far as the cat. But it was funny, the first one or two, they opened the door and the cat, literally, you couldn't see it. He had gone into a box <laughs> or gone up on the shelf or something. So I did have this thought, like, wow, we could be here all day if this cat doesn't Yeah, right? <laughs> no shit. Like, the boxes are a cat's favorite thing. He, yeah. The cat was probably like, yes, where should I go? <laughs> Screw you and your treats. I don't care. There's a box. Right. so this scene in the barn with nedley this is probably one of my this whole i shouldn't say just this scene but him in the barn with mercedes is probably one of my favorite ones of the not my favorite but it's high up there like i just fell in love with nedley like everything he just kept everything to his chest and all of the things he was saying were so quippy and funny and quick as he was getting his ass kicked by the by fake Mercedes, and he had he didn't skip a beat. He did not skip one beat, and even says to one at one point, like, "You think that this is torture for me? It's not torture for me. Would be having to deal with Winona for all of eternity because I told you something, B word. So like, you can keep this going because this is nothing." And I don't know. I just loved it. I lo- I I loved how he he got through it. How he expressed himself. Um, I loved everything that he said. I just loved it. <laughs> it's so wonderful too to see where that character has come from. Too. I mean, at the very beginning of the series, yeah. he was he was like a a non-entity that you kind of hated because he was giving one owner a hard time. And and to see how far he's come. And this is again a great example of where the writing on the show gives actors a chance to just give characters now that like you just said wow i really i love seeing what he did Mm -hmm. where do you think that change happened um well for me i know a good part of that was in the season one finale um when the townsfolk were all from the stuff bobo put in the 
mm-hmm. champagne. They were all going at Winona, and it was Nedley who stood up and said, "Hey, you know, we're the mm-hmm. ones who made her who she is. You know, she's the mm-hmm. only one who can save us." Yeah, mm-hmm. I think um, so too. Yeah, so that's certainly part of it. But it's been happening again—a nice evolution over the course of the series up till now, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I always thought that the alleyway scene with him was really poignant and like he's he he was right everything he said was right right mm-hmm. made her that way so where are we now we're at bbd and uh waverly busts in and she's like jeremy stop like what are you doing to rosita um and he's like it's the only way to save nicole and um she's like no beth you know beth-faced widow offered me a deal and then dolls is kind of like well what if we do take the deal Mm-hmm. Uh, which I that never, threw me i was yeah. like what i never really understood that part did you understand that part kevin well i took it in the sense and again i don't know if it's right but watching the episode so many times now i took it as kind of to his credit this is where dolls is thinking outside the box you know we're always trying to stop the big bad from getting what they need what if we yeah. just let it happen and then deal with it mm-hmm. we're putting so much yeah. time and effort into stopping what's looking like it's going to become inevitable anyway and in this case, we can actually uh, help out Nicole, you know, and, and we just accelerate how quickly we're having to deal with our big bad. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that threw me for a loop. I'm like, that's not something that he would say. I, I, it shocked me a little bit. Well, it also seems to like, you know, his character arc has changed too. I mean, we, we already know it has, but it's like, that's a big change from collateral damage to like, what if we give up something major to save mm-hmm. one of these key players? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. One of our own, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, but even but I think he he even changed his tune in that same scene because um, Waverly says like you know fake Beth came up and offered me and offered to save Hot for the seal and Dolls was like but you didn't do it right like and she goes no of course I didn't and um, Jeremy was like oh phew because that will release the crack and i know he didn't say that but that's what i have written i don't remember what he really said um and <laughs> weirdly was like yeah yeah i get it but you know hot's running out of time and then doll says you know well maybe we should make the deal you know and so it was like kind of like this whole roller coaster in the same scene where everyone was kind of like all on these different pages and stuff and it was i i like that scene how it played out like um and again i'll I, i'll say it again like I was really surprised to hear dolls say that because he's so by the book or he was so by the book. And then he also says, and you can say that I ordered you to do it, which would also be right, like totally lying about it. Oh, but then they were like, but anyway, who cares? Because nobody knows what a seal is anyway. And then Waverly uh, says she's going to go see Nicole one last time. And she kisses mm-hmm. dolls and says she'll never forget this, which mm-hmm. I thought was just like, what is happening right now? When um oh, then he he's starts. Scre- yeah, he's screaming in pain because he sticks the needle in his arm, uh-huh. and she's walking away to go and check it's on hot slow mo. Yeah, mm. it's in slow motion, and you can see the pain on her face when he's screaming, and that he's doing it for her. Like, how horrible of a feeling would that be to walk? Just walk away from that, you know, leave, leave that all of that happened behind you while you're going to go check on your, your love. Well, so, and it, two, it's like, you know, I, you wonder if she's still like kind of ticked off at Winona too for, first of all, not telling her about all the seals 
you know, she didn't know about the third seal that it's Doc's ring. Mm -hmm. She didn't tell Mm -hmm. her where it was. And then, you know, here she's trying to like take matters into her her own hands because look Mm -hmm. at all these people like Nicole's suffering. Now Rosita's suffering. Now Mm -hmm. Dolls is suffering. All these people are suffering. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, you know, maybe a selfish situation where it's like, whatever, you know, why Nona, why don't you just like cough it up and let's, let's do this. Mm-hmm. Um, then we're back at the barn and Natalie's being super snarky and Mercedes is on him and he's goes, what are you a witch Pokemon? This isn't my first demon rodeo. Oh, and by the way, did you know we had a demon rodeo? Like, <laughs> she's like, and that's when he said again, like, this is a day in the beach compared to Winona Earp being on my case forever. Um, and he, he, she says something about um, her, his altar. And then he finds out that her altar is in the house of her enemy, a place of worship. And he, he's like, huh? But then she, I don't know what she did. She stuck her nails into his wrist or he, she broke his wrist or something happened with his wrist. I'm not positive. Yeah. Um, and then at the hospital, we're back at the hospital and uh, the wife is all, kind of like weirded out because she can't figure out what's happening and um you know she then breaks it to waverly that it was all fun and games and and everything but this love that we have isn't wasn't real and you and hot what you have is real and that the doctor came in earlier and said that if she wakes up it's time to say your goodbyes and you know the wife's name Mrs. Wife, wifey, <laughs> it's wife, it's Carol. Do you, it's not Carol. Do you know? No, it? it's just this. Uh, Carmen. No. You didn't even take it. You didn't even write it in your notes. I don't. This have is time just for lazy that. journalism. <laughs> it's it's Sh- Layla. No, it's Shay. Oh yes, Shay. <laughs> Shay. Yeah, us, you were really close though. No, I yep, heard, yep. I did hear you say. <laughs> <laughs> It was next on her list. <laughs> yeah, she would have got there eventually. <laughs> I was about to say Shay. No, no, you weren't. Um, but that that whole exchange made me wonder, like, so they must still be talking, right? And what has she Why? told her? Because how does she know? Because she can just tell. No, she said she really loves you, Waverly Earp. She was never even awake when Shay got there. Like, she's been in a coma this whole time you could time. probably just sell by her comatose use... body <laughs> no. i'm wondering i'm she... <laughs> thinking of this backstory and i'm like do they still have friendly phone calls and she's like i'm totally into this waverly herb chick the nicest they girl in purgatory at least three times a day they're we like, still hey, talk i mean we don't watch know. this tiktok <laughs> i don't know i know you don't know that's what i want to know but waverly refuses to say her goodbyes and she runs out and that's when she runs into greta and says i knew your twin sister maddie the blacksmith and i've heard rumors about you the iron witch and i need your help greta's like oh yeah my great grandma used to tell me stories about this two twisted uh, spider sisters they'd attack pretty girls for their faces and i was thinking my grandma never told me delightful <laughs> stories like that. All I've ever heard about is Thank like goodness. eating <laughs> hard <laughs> sandwiches during the Depression. I'm like, where were these stories? <laughs> grandma, tell me the story again about the <laughs> spider sisters eating pretty girls' faces. 
Yeah. And uh, so she's like, you you, uh, you make a promise to an iron witch and it's binding. I'll help you. She says some witchy stuff and writes a note <laughs> to Waverly. Uh, and then she's like, this will, uh, I'll find a cure for what ails. You'll find a cure for what ails your love in here. Mm -hmm. And that's when we're at the sheriff's office and she finds Doc's ring in Nedley's coffee mug. And that's right. when she figures out like, oh my God, it's Doc's ring. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're, I, I, that, I didn't see that coming either. <laughs> that that, it's in the coffee cup. Like that's smart. What that's if you forget and then he'd pour his coffee <laughs> and then just drink Doc's ring? Uh, so uh, then we're in the forest and Doc's like, we got to hurry up. Dolls is, uh, Wynonna tells Doc, we got to hurry because Dolls is now the guinea pig, right? Mm -hmm. And so Doc's tracking them through the woods to the barn and he's got sexy tracking skills. And he's like, uh, you know, I'm going to proceed but I want you to sit this one out. And she promises to stay in the driver's seat. Um, Literally. Which she does. <laughs> she does. <laughs> She's not breaking a promise. And then we see Nedley in the barn and he's still smarting off to Mercedes. Um, mm -hmm. And she's yelling that, you know, Winona Earp doesn't care about anyone else and she is not coming for you. And then just then Winona busts through the barn door, hitting it with her truck. And Mercedes is yelling, give me my seal. And then she yells this great line, give me my Nedley. Yeah. And that truck was not phased either. That truck can go through freaking concrete. And that, truck, that truck has seen some things. <laughs> um, and then Doc uh, shoots her a couple times and he says, this one's for Miss Hot. And then he hits her with the gun and then he yeah. says, this one's for Waverly. Mm -hmm. And then Winona gets in on it and she says, no one tortures the sheriff but me. And she mm -hmm. punches him and then shoots her in the leg. Yeah, because she wants to. She's not going to kill her. She's going to keep her. Right. And then Nedley's just like a puddle of nerves and says i never broke yeah. and i never told her anything yeah it's, oh it's in my cup nobody touches my cup i just <laughs> wanted to give him the biggest hug like he's so proud of himself like he's like i i did it for you know i did it i'd never i didn't say one thing that i shouldn't have i was like <laughs> you did good job dude i don't know and you might have heard on one of the behind the scenes thing that scene where they bust in with the truck um and tim Goes jumping over the top of the truck, rolls off the hood, and starts shooting. One take. Really? Yes. Really? He was so proud of himself. And he <laughs> oh didn't my have God. he didn't yeah. have a stunt person for that. Nope, did it himself. Wow! Wow! Yeah, yeah, he was so very proud I, of him. I want to clarify: is is um, Winona it real? Um, really? Is is that actress really pregnant? So, like, is she for real pregnant during these scenes? <laughs> we we went on our set visit in March uh -huh. while they were shooting. So this about uh -huh. four months before the show would air. Mm -hmm. We get to set, you know, and we're meeting some of the people who are very nice about the setups. And they're like, we, just when we get there, oh, have you run into Mel yet? No. Meet another person in wardrobe. Oh, have you seen Melanie yet? I'm like, no. I'm like, why is everybody asking if we see Melanie? Mm -hmm. And then we go into the trailer um, where they do... Uh, the uh, meals and all, and who's sitting in there but Melanie, her back to us. We come in, and she stands up and turns around, and she is eight months pregnant. Holy shitballs. <laughs> I was like, our jaws dropped. I'm like, okay. So, yeah, she was pregnant the entire shooting. She did everything that she could. 
Um, and she gave birth like four days after they raptured. That is crazy. Man. She was, um, so she was amazing. Yep. She was pregnant completely. Yes. No, no fakery at that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no hidden, no anything. So yeah, we, the, the three of us, we had to keep that secret for months. And you guys had to sign like non-disclosure. Oh yeah. Nine disclosures, stuff. you know, we'd be taken off to a black badge prison or whatever it was. If we, <laughs> 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 it. Oh yes. There were NDAs, you know, non-disclosures and all that for sure. But the fact that Emily and the cast and crew would trust us with a secret like that. No crap. I mean, just that meant the world to us. They, they trust no us. But, but you've also got to give so much credit, too, because the cast, uh, the, the crew, there's 75, 100 people that work on that show. That, no shit, um, right? And they all knew it for months. And no one let anything slip. No one said anything. That's how much of a family atmosphere that this cast and crew is. I don't Protect know that I've done that. I mean, and what a great... <laughs> I mean, season two, just with with the story arc and the, the the actual pregnancy, is such a huge part of like part of the history of the show. So the fact that you just happen to go during that part yeah. of the show is really cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. how lucky! Couldn't pick a better better time no, to go. Couldn't have, couldn't have at all. It's freaking awesome. Uh, so then uh, we we see Mercedes being wheeled in like Hannibal Lecter on a dolly. With- <laughs> yeah. I swear, there's been so many things that have been reminiscent of Silence of the Lambs in this sh- in this whole show. It's somebody must have been a Silence of the Lambs um, fan. Lover, yes, fan. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there are several writers who are big murderinos. Like he even says, Oh, Clarice, the lambs will be screaming for yeah. months. <laughs> perfect. Oh, God. It's perfect. perfect. Yes. Uh, and I heard Danny talk about how uh, when Mel did this part where she's supposed to, you know, jab this big syringe oh, and no. Mel really just wanted to like go for it, but she, she it like didn't go in as easily as she thought it would. Oh. And Mel was just like so excited to be like, come right at her. And she had to like fiddle with it for a while. And Danny was kind of cracking up. Yeah. So they're going to extract the venom from her glands. And um, it was giant. But that was awesome, too. Mm-hmm. And then um, the next thing we see is Winona practically skipping down the hallway of the hospital, and she's got the antidote mm-hmm. in hand. And mm-hmm. she's like, Waverly, I got the best news. And oh, oh my gosh. Corner. Yeah. Hot sitting straight up in the bed like nothing's ever happened. And, um, you know, my and stomach it- dropped when I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. No. And she's like, hot damn, you made it. And she's just so excited. And we see this, you know, how this friendship has blossomed and she gives her this big hug. And then she realizes. Mm-hmm. And really can't look even look gives, at her. Yeah. The look she can't. Yeah. Waverly. What did that look do to you, Kevin? Oh, my goodness. They, you folks have talked about it. We All the fans have the facial expressions that mm-hmm. Melanie can do. Yeah. Because you just, you feel it. You feel the disappointment. You feel, and that's what it is. I, and, and she says it, too. Like, I, I said mm-hmm. I'd take care of it. I said it would be okay. And mm-hmm. like you said, Casey, we really can't even look her in the eye. Mm-hmm. So no. that you talk about a broken relationship bit there wow god yeah i i was just like the all of the acting i was like what and then hot's like just sitting there like what i don't understand what 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 did i miss yeah yeah. she's completely (laughs) clueless and you know winona's like you didn't you didn't you, you didn't do it i said i was going to take care of it like 
You oh, totally broke her trap. Well, and she doesn't she doesn't even know what she did because everyone else knew that there was some like a trade that she was able to do, but but Winona Mm -hmm. wasn't in on that. So she's just like, What did you do? Like she knows something. She knows something. Yeah, yeah. But she doesn't know the extent of it. But yeah, like just I mean, just talking about it, I literally get goosebumps because it's Mm -hmm. just like this look and the feeling that Mm -hmm. you you can feel it through the television. It's just Mm -hmm. I don't know how she does it. Um And she's like, I told, I gave you my word. And then we're in the field with Beth and she's got Doc's rings at some burned out place. And the church, wasn't it? Is it the church? Guy? Yeah, I think, I think it was the church. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't think it was big enough to have been the church, but okay. I, that yeah, I think sense. maybe just the remnants of what's left. Yeah. Oh, that because makes sense. Said, be, I mean, because Mercedes said, um, my altar is in the blah, 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 blah. And it, she was I mm-hmm. thought referring to the and that's where everything word. happened with the vision quest. So okay, that makes sense. Because when I was rewatching today, I'm like, where are where is that place? It's just a burned out place, but that makes much more sense. You're welcome. Oh, thank you guys. <laughs> 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 and uh, at Shorty's, Waverly's with Greta, and she she's feels tricked because she's like, I thought you were just going to give me the anti venom. I didn't Fuck realize you. that like you wanted me to give you this seal. And she says, Winona will never forgive me. And And she won't. And then at the same time at BBD, what's happening is Winona's pissed. She walks in um, and Dolls is like, how's how's Nicole? And she's like, oh, they're both fine, but they're in deep shit uh, when I find them. Or Waverly's Uh in deep shit when I find her. And she's like, it's all going down. The widows have the third seal. Yeah. And then Greta's at Shorty's and she wants that trophy, the big Marzenyuk trophy. Oh, God. I Okay, yeah, go on. (laughs) Oh, what? Okay. What? Go on. Get it out. No, I'm like, of all things, I don't understand. Why the fuck is that trophy sitting there at the bar? Like, put it somewhere. It's a dangerous thing, you know? Like, it has the... Okay, go on. This is true. You would think that it's a weapon, basically. They should lock it up or something. Put it in the basement? I don't know. But I think (laughs) the the idea also, though, is there... It's in view of anybody working there at Shorty's too. You go put it somewhere else. Someone can steal it. You might not see it. Yeah, that's true. This you way know, you hide know it where in plain it is. sight. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Keep it in plain sight. It's a good thing we have Kevin, the voice of reason here. We would have really spiraled. <laughs> Kevin's like, calm down, girl. Ladies, ladies. <laughs> For God's sakes. Everyone knows you keep your trophies on the bar. Okay. That's where the Mars on that goes. Yes. <laughs> Next to Nana in the in the urn. In the urns. Anne and her dive bars. You'd think she'd know this rule. <laughs> I know. It's but COVID is it's been a while. Um so and then at BBD, Winona's talking to dolls about how even the peace, even Peacemaker can't put these bitches down. And he's like, uh, yeah, about that. I think I have something. And he puts the briefcase with the plate on the desk. Yeah, I don't. under. OK, but I guess we're going to learn. OK, go on. meantime, Greta is jabbering on in German saying like something disappear. And then as Winona's asking <laughs> what kind of metal the plate is, Waverly's <laughs> like, whoa, 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 take backsies. No deal. I changed my mind. You can't do that. And Doc's like, what are you jabbering about? Yeah. Um, And then he goes to grab the trophy and he disappears. He just vanishes. Oh, God. Jesus. And she says, you Earp sisters got my sister killed. One will disappear. The other will have to live with it. 
And then Waverly begs, you know, no deal. I take backsies. And then back at BBD, Wynonna vanishes, like holding the plate and all. And the plate just drops. It's like she was never there in the first place. Uh Um, And Dolls just sits back like nothing happened. Like this person didn't just vanish in front of him. Yeah. And Waverly's yelling for Doc and uh, also yelling for Wynonna. And then all of a sudden she seems to like forget about them as Jeremy's rushing in and he's like, are you okay? And she's like, did you hear screaming? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is happening? And then he's, she says, come on, we have a wedding to plan. Yeah. With who? And Doc is in a well and And screaming. Show over. What? Okay. I drop. (laughs) (laughs) I can't, I took everything in me to not watch the next goddamn episode. I was like, this doesn't jive in my brain. Because I, I was at first I was like, why is dolls just acting like that didn't just happen? It just ha- like she was just there and he's like, no big whoop, because she wasn't there, right? Where was she? Well, what, well did, obviously, what did Greta what, what did Greta say? <laughs> she said she said jabbity one- something disappear <laughs> and then she said one will disappear one will disappear will have to live with it right well i'm assuming she's talking about the sisters mm-hmm. one disappears the other so, one so now waverly has to live a world without winona winona's gone but what does what what does what does waverly say i did you hear screaming well, and Waverly, we saw Waverly screaming when she realized how bad this all was. Uh-huh. And then suddenly she had no memory of it because she saw Jeremy. Does she have memory of Waverly? Does she have memory of I don't know. Just tell me, Kevin. Just looks, just nod yes or shake your head no. <laughs> Kevin won't even look at you. <laughs> how long can I stay quiet? <laughs> Listeners, Kevin is literally looking down like he's disappeared himself. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. I need to watch the next episode as soon as possible because I am. I, okay. And then well, when, if, um, before you do that, I'm going to make a suggestion, Casey. I'm okay. going to suggest that you rewatch this last scene okay. again very carefully. Very carefully. Okay. Why? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. What should I be for? <laughs> I have said too much. Oh, <laughs> and then the way that Doc was yelling in desperation, like, oh God, how barfy to know that the reason why he was going crazy in the well in the first place, because he can't be in small quarters because of everything mm. that happened with his mom and the house and blah blah blah. And then that he's there again. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. In like the Did, very what was place. he screaming? He's screaming, Winona? I think. Winona. Kevin, I'm just realizing. I may have realized this before, but I'm just truly grasping the fact that Casey could binge watch the show, right? Like she mm-hmm. has the yes. ability to binge watch it, but because of the nature of the way we do our show, she's can't, right? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> and right now, <laughs> and right now, the way current Erpers are watching season four, we can't binge either. That's right. So we're at this position where like we're we're at the same situation. So mm-hmm. like I have this new 
newfound sense of like <laughs> the torture I've actually the put agony. You through. It's hard as hell. <laughs> this whole time. Trust me, it's hard as hell. <laughs> I, I mean, because I was watching it for the whatever time last night and just chilling in some quiet time. And I'm like, I could just keep it playing. I could just keep it playing. Well, you might appreciate, Casey, uh, on a similar note, um, we at our podcast have access to the screeners for the Wine on Herb episodes. So we get them early. So we get, for example, weeks ahead of time. So we could, Bonnie and I on the podcast, could watch, you know, weeks ahead. But since we do do the podcasts and want to speculate about what's going to happen and we do the online hangouts, like the one you came on, if we watched ahead... That would totally mess with yeah. our podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, we couldn't speculate. We'd be afraid of saying too much. So right. we have to kind of sit on it as much as we want to watch ahead. So we totally understand where you're at in the same way of, oh, it would be so easy to, but yep. it makes Thank for more you. fun when you don't. So you're not the only one kind of in that, oh, I want to, but I can't. <laughs> Kevin, you see, mono mono right there. I got you. <laughs> Got so do you don't do you have 11 and 12 already uh, 11 but not 12 yep. but yeah it would be it would be really hard for you to participate on twitter and all those things yeah without... i couldn't you know i couldn't run with theories that people have or i'd have to not respond i'd miss out on half the phone but... i made that mistake when in early you know after the first season really getting into the show and having all this fun and then going on the set visit they put out the first four episodes to critics of season two uh, a couple of weeks before it started, and I couldn't stop myself. I watched all four, so <laughs> oh. so I was ahead for like the first month, and it was yeah. killing me because I couldn't. I'd see great conversations. I'm like, can't say anything. I already know what's going to happen. Oh, right. Can't mm-hmm. talk about that. Mm-hmm. I know what's going to happen. So that's where I let my excitement get the better of me, and, and it I hated it. So it, it was a good yeah. teacher to then have to hold back. So for you watching it now. And having to wait, it just makes these podcasts for us as listeners, Casey, so much more fun because we can tell <laughs> when you just go into the like just now, the, uh, what uh, I, got, oh, I, I gotta know, <laughs> and we're all pointing at our pointing at our phones, going, "We know, we know, we were there." <laughs> right, this one got me good. It got me good, and, and I mean, oh god, I can't, oh, I can't wait to watch it. We did do it for like one episode where. You had seen two episodes back to back, but then it got really confusing. Like as we were recording, what yeah. what, what we were even where? talking about? Yeah, because mm-hmm. it gets so easy to like quickly forget what you've just learned doesn't belong here. <laughs> it mm-hmm. all just fits together, <laughs> and you're like, oh no, we weren't supposed to know that yet. That happens in our next episode. And I was on board too. Like I after that, after we did that, those two episodes at once. I was like, I don't want to do that again. It was too mm-hmm. hard. It was too challenging. And, yeah. and I, that's, I just want to be able to take one episode and really take it in and talk about it. Yeah, go all in and just mm-hmm. be able to say anything that comes to your mind and know that you're okay because you're not talking ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's where major kudos have to go to Anne because you've you've seen it all. <laughs> not just yeah, one more ahead. You've seen not, it all. <laughs> she's not breaking at all. She's not yeah. breaking. No. She's doing well. Yeah, that it's takes, hard. that takes, that, it is. So kudos to you. I mean, as someone who's done it, I know, you know, you're doing a hell of a job. Thank yep. you. She is doing a hell of a job. One Thank other quick you. story, Casey, that I think you'll appreciate because you're <laughs> such a big fan of dolls. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh, San Diego Comic-Con in 2016, which would have been just after the first season ended. 
Um, they had their cast panel there. You know, all the main cast members uh, are on the panel. We were there, Bonnie and I were there uh, to watch the panel. And during the panel, you know, uh, this is San Diego Comic-Con, 125,000 attendees. This is the, Holy you know, shit. This is the geek mecca, you know, when they cover all the big movies and the shows. Uh-huh. Um, and on the panel, talking about Winona Herb, at one point, um, Shamir said, you know, I, I, was, I think it was talking about the fans and how great everything was. He gave us a shout out, Bonnie and I, for the oh my gosh, podcast. Oh my. So for him to do that on a panel at San Diego Comic-Con, just a great oh, example shit. of what a, what a great guy mm-hmm. he was. And then he followed it up um, because I think it was the next day or one of the days we were there in San Diego and, and up behind the convention center there is kind of like a, it's kind of like a boardwalk area. It's right near the, um, the bay with all the, you know, the ocean and all the ships. I mean, all okay. the boats, but also lots of restaurants along there. Bonnie and I are just walking along. I think, we were, I don't know where we were going and we're just walking and talking. And all of a sudden we hear Bonnie, Kevin, Bonnie, Kevin. I went, no idea. Turn around, look inside towards one of the open restaurant areas. And like 40 feet away, it's Shamir standing Stop up, it. just waving at us. <laughs> hey guys, how you doing? I would have just he is it. such, again, <laughs> like, like everyone, a cat, like everyone else, just such a cool guy, such a nice I guy. I mean, what are the odds that all of these amazing people are on one show? You That's... know what I mean? Like, all everyone seems so all the stories that you tell and other stories that Anne has shared, you know, like uh, it's just like, what a great cast to all have in one place working mm-hmm. together. What a great group of people. Yeah. And there could have been goes some to assholes, Emily. but there wasn't. <laughs> well, it goes to Emily because she, and she has true. said this now is she has a no asshole rule when they go. Oh, really? when they, yes. When she goes to casting and her looks at people to hire, uh-huh. you know, anything close as far as skill level, who's the nicer person? So they purposely built really? this. Yes. Uh, <gasps> and, it, and it shows top to bottom, cast, crew, behind the scenes, anything. We had such great experiences, you know, uh, all across it ourselves on the set stuff. But as you said, as Ian said, as we've all seen at any of these conventions, these people are just so down to earth. I had it's no so idea nice. that she had that rule. That's really cool. Oh, that's really cool. I mean, you both do such a great job. I got to thank you again. It is so much fun to listen to your podcast, the two of you. It's such a great way to re-enjoy the episodes and the show. So all the time the two of you put in, greatly appreciate it. Well, it's all Anne. It really is. She does an amazing job. Especially when it's true. It's true. <laughs> but Kevin, no, really, honestly, your words mean a lot, like a lot, a lot. So thank you very much for being. Yeah, kind we're with we're big fans of yours and Bonnie's, and you've been so supportive. Like I said, Casey, he, um, I I think he DM'd me a day or two after our first episode aired and said loved it. I really enjoyed it. Um, and has just been super supportive with, you know, things on Twitter and the, the episodes since day one. And that's, that's so nice. I've had such a great introduction to the podcasting world, especially the podcasting world of Winona Earp and the fandom. Um, if anyone has come to the show and hasn't heard of Kevin, where can they find you, Kevin? Oh, you can find our Tales of the Black Badge podcast. Just put out our 200th episode. Holy crap. Uh, yeah. Uh, we've been having a blast for <laughs> five plus years now. Um, wow. Plain and simple, you can go to, you know, if you have a podcasting app, search for Tales of the Black, excuse me, Black Badge. Or uh, if you go to com, find all of our episodes right there as well. 
Well, you asked me a question on Twitter, Casey, asking me about who I identify most with the show. Yes. Um, there is an episode in season three that might help with that. So if you folks are open to it, I think Ann knows the answer to that. Well, mm -hmm. maybe I can make a return. Yay. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah. There's plenty of episodes where we could definitely tie Kevin back into <laughs> the whole situation and for sure once once Casey's caught up with season four well um you know I don't even look ahead to to, to anything so I don't even know how many episodes are in we have two left in two. this season <gasps> really yeah two. so we mm -hmm. are coming down to it and it'll it'll be a doozy I mean 11 and 12 are always a doozy which pains me to say out loud because <laughs> we are <laughs> we are up for 11 and 12 for this season and Casey shit is going down. Really? Shit is going down. Big time. It is like Casey, Kevin and I were doing shots of whiskey on Friday. <laughs> what? Yeah. Are you I serious? Yeah, I'm totally yeah. serious. Yeah. I, I don't I don't usually drink. I don't drink very often, but it was necessary. <laughs> well apparently you do. And <laughs> <laughs> I say whiskey. I don't think her for the faint of heart. You're not like, I'm just gonna put a little sprite in this shot glass. You're like, oh, let's go balls to the wall. Whiskey. <laughs> I posted my like sprited up wine drink and then Kevin was like this is what I'm gonna be drinking and he posts the whiskey and I'm like oh shit okay I'll find something harder <laughs> and then I'm like just tell me when Kevin and he's like you're gonna need it a few times and I'm like okay and I'm like tell me when and he's like oh you'll know <laughs> and I knew mm -hmm. I so. don't drink I just happen to have whiskey but typically <laughs> Well, well it's it was a it was a special whiskey one. Maybe and share that photo. I don't think it's spoilery. It's not spoilery. <laughs> no, he had okay. special Winona Earp whiskey, like private label, fancy pants, swag Man, whiskey. I know. Really, Kevin's got all the stories. He and Bonnie and Bridget. <laughs> I can't wait till the um, conventions start again. I think that they're going to be really fun. Oh, they, you you, it, is, to... it is. I cannot express what it feels like that that positive energy that you're sensing now. Mm -hmm. Imagine that with like 500 herpers around at no, a convention. I oh God! It, it is just <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly it. It's just been each of those herpcons. I've been so blessed to be able to attend many of them. Each of them, they're all run independently by different herpers, different parts of the world, but they all mm -hmm. have that same positivity, inclusivity. And just downright fun, just being together. It's pretty. It's yeah. very special. Oh, God. It's yeah. It's too. It's too bad you folks couldn't get to the one in California. But fingers crossed. Hopefully by next year, you know we're back. I think that, for sure. Oh, for sure. Things are rolling, and yeah, I can't. Yeah, can't wait good. to see the two of you in person. I know. Yay! I've and got we'll this. Have not this. not not a drink whiskey together. <laughs> <laughs> I have a growing list of herpers that I, I'm like. I have. I have. I have images of what my first con is going to be like, and it's just going to be me recognizing people that I've never met before, but whose yeah. whose faces That's exactly I know, what it is. and just screaming and like yelling and fangirling over them. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be oh, a little God. awkward, but I think we're all being going to be on the no, same page. In the best, yeah, we're all on the same page. Trust me. <laughs> well, you uh, you guys have anything you want to plug, Kevin, before you go? Uh, no, just keep, you know, folks, keep herping, keep having fun with the show, podcast, reactors, recaps, whatever you're doing. If you're an herper, 
do it your way and just have a blast. This fandom family is very special. So don't miss a chance to enjoy it. Yep. And don't forget about whiskey and donuts on Friday nights after the show. Yeah. We talk it out. Great group therapy session after each episode. <laughs> Sounds great. We'll give our love to Bonnie. Kevin, thanks again for yes. coming on. Thank you. So My much. pleasure. Thank you, Thank folks. You. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yeah. Wow. What a treat to have Kevin on. What a treat. Honestly, I loved every second of it. He is so nice. Yeah, he, I could listen to him forever. He's got like all the best stories. I just want to pick his brain and um, have a few beers with him and laugh and fan out with him. For so sure. Hopefully we Absolutely. can do that at a con someday soon. But yeah, that'll wrap up this episode. Next week we'll cover episode 11. It's getting down wait. to the end of season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey, where can our listeners find us? Whynot.com. And then from there, you can find us everywhere. This is true. And if you want to go straight to the tweeters, you can find us at Why Not P. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. We'll see ya. Bye. Bye. For real, bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.